Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're gonna go out of here. We're jumping in early because we were just, there's no point to go national for 10 minutes. There was no real point. Um, I do want to address that. Apparently not a lot of folks are watching this game or not able to watch this game. So the TIFF was at uh, – Nebraska was up three. NC State hits a three from the corner. Lat main closes out. Three goes down as they're exchanging ends of the floor. Uh, it got a little heated. Um, Lat got caught over near the NC State bench. Uh, you know, barking, uh, more yapping, more barking, more yapping. Uh, through that, several players ejected. Lat man, Eduardo Andre – uh, ejected. Eduardo Andre came off the bench uh, to defend his teammate. Uh, the officials threw him out. Eduardo uh, Ed, Latman uh, was ejected uh, as well. So here's where we stand. I mean, they're tied at 61 with six minutes left. So, you know, from that, <laughs> folks have been thrown out. Bach, Bach joins us. Latman going to the locker room. Uh, you know, this it, it's 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 weird. So when they were up ten, when they were up ten, um, I said to to Badge, "You're going. This team's now going to find out more about itself because NC State's going to make a run. NC State's going to make a run, and so we'll find out what one, who's going to get buckets for you uh, in crucial moments. Two, how you respond to it. You're on the road in a basketball or like you're like the ACC. You're going into into Raleigh." It's going to happen. So, you know, he just started barking. And you have to be – yeah. So, I would I, – I, based on this, one that Eduardo Andre also avoided a coach to get involved in the, in the, in the fracas, that – okay, so right. – They also so started Hay, to. So, Hayes, Hayes lost <laughs> Hayes, is it, Hayes is gone. Uh, and and it's still messy, so they're still trying to get folks, uh, the right people. Um, Oleg, Oleg got a Oleg, Oleg got, got thrown out. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Oleg got ejected. What in the world? Okay, so yeah. And of course, it is Teddy Valentine. So you ever you never know. <laughs> you really don't. he really does love to be the spotlight and attention. So. Well, he he was having his moment. Yeah. Right, um, Lat probably did deserve to get thrown out. He, he was upset because he gave up the three and kind of gave a give an old uh, elbow to the to one of the North well, Carolina State I players. Well, but but here's the, here's the thing. This is where you grow. Friction is required for you to grow, and one of two things will happen from this. One, there will be great regret for not being composed, or There'll be great pride because they will regather themselves here and finish and get a win against a really good NC State team on the road. Like there there will be lessons learned taught and learned tonight. 
This is why this was important. The very first road game. A lot of these young dudes, man, they haven't had, understood. Edward Andre hadn't played in this environment, right? So they're all hyped from the crap. So <laughs> even Trey McGowan's rolling out there on his scooter. <laughs> rolling out there. Uh, but I see Matt Abdomasi and Luca. They're standing in the back. They're trying to, uh, you know, they gave, they gave Trey a warning for, for having his scooter on the floor. Yeah, I just you, – you'll find out more about this. Look, it's the first time a lot of these folks have played in, a, in an arena like this. I mean, you got a young group. Yeah, Derek Walker's been in it. Verge has been in it. Um, Trey's been in it, but he's not playing. So it's Wiltshire, McGowan's, uh, and, and Tamanaga. So, yeah, you got some brand-new dudes out there. So as it plays out, again, they're at about just under six-minute mark. They're tied. So, um, again, you'll find out more about this team uh, in the next in the next six minutes uh, than you fa- figured out uh, all the rest of the way. I do want to uh, – go ahead, Bach. Oh, I, was, I was feeling pretty sky high when they're up 14. I was thinking you're going to just try to maybe keep a little bit, maybe keep it a 10-point game the rest of the ball game. That, that dissipated quickly. Well, I know because you have to do what you you have to do. You have to play how you play, and so the worst thing that you you can do, the easiest way for the lead to dissipate, is for you to try to do to be unlike yourself, right? To do things. Okay, we we we've had success that got us a fourteen point lead. Now we're gonna we're just gonna shut it down. You can't do it. Like you just can't do it. So uh, the difference between that and what the Lady Huskers did, the Lady Huskers decided. Look, they're going to go to Wake Forest, and they're going to show out. They're absolutely going to show out. Lady Huskers win it by 26 against an undefeated Wake Forest team in Winston-Salem. And, look, the numbers are phenomenal. The numbers are phenomenal for what you expect. 53% from the field for the ladies. They shot 86% from the from the free throw line, 36 from from three. And I, I like to preach those 50, 40, 80 numbers. Because over time, those numbers pay you. Those numbers pay you. They did a, a better-than-expected job on the boards. I did not expect the Lady Huskers to, uh, to, to win the battle on the boards. I, I didn't expect it. Uh, but they went down and they did their thing. Jess Shelley, um, she's been on fire. She gave them 18 points, uh, four of eight from three. Ashley Scoggins hit two threes. Um, you got 10 points from Bella Cravens. To go with her six rebounds, uh, Izzy Bourne gave you nine points and five boards. Uh, Sam Hybe uh, with five points, but she, uh, but she she battled defensively. She she was kind of a table setter. So uh, it was good to watch uh, that thing play out. Uh, look, that's a big win for the program. That's a big win for the Huskers basketball program. Like No doubt that, look, people have been paying attention to Amy Williams in the program. And then you want to see, okay, when can they get over the hump? When can they get over the hump? Well, a win on the road against an ACC team, undefeated ACC team, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a good start. It's too bad they couldn't – I mean, maybe you wouldn't want this, but maybe they, they could have gotten a chance at North Carolina State themselves. The women, uh, Wolfpack, are a top-five team in the nation, so that would be kind of fun. But at least for the women, you know, there's this kind of this under – uh, maybe this feeling underneath the all the hype and the fun of all the points is that they're not you know they haven't really played anybody yet. Well, this is a this is a power five opponent for both the men and the women, uh, kind of stepping up their game tonight. And you know whether Nebraska basketball wins uh, on on the men's side or not, 
uh, they've played, you know, right there with them. So when you expect conference play to start, I I think we're I, I don't think you're going to have this whole adjustment period for either side. Yeah, too much. but I, I do not want to walk into the hey, well, but they played well, they played close. I do not want to walk. No, into that's that. uh, I, I think do we're not, done with that here. <laughs> I do not want to walk into that space. I, I I I'd like to focus on wins and losses. So did Kobe get? They've got some weird names up there. I don't so know. Kobe about that. Webster, Latman, and. I think they got the wrong names because that we saw Eduardo Andre and Oleg. Right, right. Um, looking for Kobe. I think Kobe's right on the bench, so they got the wrong names there. Yeah, Derek Walker. Knock that down. Knock that down. Knock that down. Huskers up too. Well done. Um, yeah. So a few more of the numbers for the ladies, and we'll we'll cover them until so that we don't get into live coverage problems. With, That's right. With Huskers <laughs> basketball, I don't I don't need that beef in my life. Um, again, Scoggin with six, 18 for uh, Shelly, five for Sam Hybe, 10 for Bella Cravens, nine for Izzy Bourne, 12 for Michael Caton, six for Allie Wiener. Uh, uh, let's see, McCole, oh, Kendall Coley gave you eight points, hit two threes along the way. Look, this team on a night that shoots threes pretty well, they, they went 10 for 28 and still ran away with it. So for them to do the, the, the work that they did, again, the, the them winning – uh, the battle on the boards. I thought it was it was going to be an issue because Wake Forest is a big, strong, athletic team. I thought that you know this would be there would be a lot more resistance uh, to their seven and zero, and it just didn't happen. So, bravo to the Lady Hustlers, Amy Williams, Chuck Love and company. That's you know look outstanding to give folks something else to look forward to. Well, and of course they were, you know, I know it's a different team, but they were beating really top end teams last year too. So it, it's kind of fun to see, is it, you know, how much of it can be consistent from night to night. So far it has been for the women, uh, but th- that's kind of the step up they need. They they probably, you know, for going down to the final maybe five six games uh, of the season last year, thought were to be an NCAA tournament, and then just kind of didn't didn't get it done. Um, this year, I mean, I, I think that, I think it's hard. It's hard not to get too excited about it. I think that's got to be the expectation. And, of course, that's the goal for any team. Well, the difference for me right away, um, and it's no slight to anybody that was here a year ago, but this – you've got everybody on the floor who can shoot. Uh, Jess Shelley is a, is a professional talent. Yeah, she's an Australian Olympian. That level played on the national team. But she's a WNBA talent. Um she fits she's, – she's kind of like water. She fits wherever they need. Um, on the nights when they need, you know, a ton of uh, <laughs> a ton of rebounds, they do the work. Uh, through all of that stuff, to watch the shots go down. What I love about the women's team is that they have no fear of shooting the open three. They have zero fear. So, look, <laughs> and it's comfortable. Like it's comfortable. It's a comfortable deal. So and their yeah, and their coaches and hold their breath no, while they're doing. No, it. Nope. Right, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. So listen, we'll throw it to the first break. We'll go a little bit uh, shorter in the first break and go longer in the second one. Hopefully, we'll have more information and more details. We'll get Eric Strickland all lined up as well. Uh, you're listening to the post game show on ninety three seven The Ticket. Back to the Tickets Basketball Post Game Show, featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine year NBA vet. Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the Post Game Show. Again, the ladies win at 86 to 60. 
about uh, well, there's a couple of possessions left in this thing for the men's game, and we'll hold on and stop uh, previewing it. It is going to go down to the last position, it appears. Bach, <laughs> do we dare? Do we dare acknowledge that this could be another one of those? Well, we were close. Yeah, I did pretty well. <laughs> First test on the road. Right, like that team hasn't played together too much. <laughs> right, right. Like I, I just you know, plus the ejections and yeah. all those things. It's a wild and, night. Um, and a pretty, you know, I, I think a lot of your your better players performed, whether that happens in the cr- the crunch time or not. Um, I, I mean, I, I it, 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 you hate to do it because the the football stuff is just a war on you all just, season. Just, didn't you just dirty the water? You just don't even <laughs> want to think about being close and taking a victory out of it. And I don't think Nebraska basketball will or would. I mean, they need to get one back for that Western Illinois loss. Um, this maybe would have somewhat done that. North Carolina State is uh, is every year. I mean, they're out there in the NIT, and, and you know you can kind of make fun of that if you want to. But Nebraska's not. I mean, that's kind of where they're you, you eventually want to be an NCAA tournament. Before you do that, um, you know it wouldn't be the worst thing to be consistently in the in the NIT. So I think this is an NIT type You've of team. Already put them in. I've already put NC State Fuck. in the NIT based Fuck. on their history. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck has already put them in the. Oh, well, I'm not. It's not like they're taking down Duke here oh, <laughs> if they do get to win. <laughs> oh my goodness. But this gracious. is a team that you generally plays a level above of what you do. Just watch it'll happen at the end of the year. You those will be an IT team. Good heavens, man. Uh there's a final from the other uh part of this 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 early uh ACC Big Ten uh Virginia Tech knocks off Maryland sixty two to fifty eight. Uh, when it goes down the stretch, so um, you know, fingers crossed, man. You Are know. you big a uh, Big Ten ACC challenge guy? It's kind of fun. I I always like it. I, I like it because it just it's a it's a flash to how teams play, level of talent, type of talent on the floor, uh, different lo- styles of coaching matchup. Right, you figure that some people have uh, control and possession of the players. Some it's a little bit wilder, a little bit more system based. You put them out there and let them play. Um, but it steps in the way that it should because Duke had that game won last night against Ohio State. Like, it's up big. You're up big. But in high-level competition, it's how you finish games. Like, the last eight minutes of basketball, look, if you are within 13 in a Power 5 basketball game, you're fully expected to at some point at least – contest the lead or regain it and then you have two or three possessions down the stretch that play out well that's what happened last night with ohio state and duke that's what happened with syracuse and indiana like that's just the way it's set up so what happened you know because you're unfamiliar you get dragged in deep water that you haven't been in <laughs> right and then at eight minutes she's like oh well, well i'm up like just like nebraska oh, i'm yeah. up i'm up 13 i'm up 14 i should be able to down throttle well no no, the moment Duke down throttled last night, <laughs> that's when it went off the charts. And you go, what are you doing? I get maybe taking it a little bit more relaxing, but up 14 to tie, that's a 14-0 run. Like, can't you score four or six during that time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but to figure that out, right, that this is what's in play. Um, so <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. It's going to be that kind of game. Um Let's bring in – Strick is on the line with us. Let's bring in 
Husker Hall of Famer Strick. Strick, what's happening, man? What's going on, DP? Oh, so we're how are tra- you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. We watched the ladies uh, run Wake Forest out of their own building by 26, and we're trying to see how this Husker thing finished. We can't. We can't do play-by-play type updates while they're live. We really shouldn't. Um, so we try to stay away from it. But uh, you know, what well, I-, I think I think something that's pretty good, DP, is that you know Big Ten leads six three right now. I'm an ACC um, dude. A lot of you close know. games. I'm an ACC dude. You know I don't game. care about that. I'm an well, ACC you know, dude. Uh, I, you know, I know it's because you're a Maryland <laughs> dude, and y'all took that L today. That's that's why. To See? Virginia Tech. Y'all took that's, that L. Look, my brother lost to my cousin. It's like, <laughs> 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 like it, it's not that it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, just so yeah, uh, we're probably another two minutes or so. Uh, before they wrap this thing up. But there are some things that we can talk about already because uh, – There's five seconds left, so it's – yeah, let's go ahead and get it in before this ends. Stop telling everybody what's going on. Uh, (laughs) I I didn't say what the score was. I just Uh, said five seconds left. So this was – the number that I wanted to look at with a bigger, more physical uh, NC State team, right, from a step up from where they were, that Nebraska has battled 36-35 on the board. Like, well, that's I, what I talked about in the show, DP. Yep. That you have to have a wash if in order to be in this game, right? Yep. So it has to be a wash. It, it, otherwise, they're going to take it out. And, it, and actually, they should be winning. They they give up probably eight on the Moses Malone type of rebounds in one section and where it was just up, rebound, up. I think one of the problems I have with them in their rebounding aspect of, of the team is that they at times get to now early on, they did a great job. You could tell they were putting bodies on people. You know, they were, they were very active. They were all uh, team rebounding. Everybody was kind of getting around the rim. So if the ball gets tipped just a little bit out, but they started slacking and that's what happened in the second half which allowed them to really catch up on the rebound lead because they were really securing one shot and rebounds early in the game. Yeah, I mean, they did a pretty good job. And the fact that you were getting that same kind of work from, from Brian Bach coming off the bench, um, you know, it was pretty interesting to watch. I mean, they, they, they had the lead at halftime when it came to, to rebounds. And then as you got down the stretch and some of those critical uh, uh, second shots, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, strict that. Yeah, okay. So we can tell people this game's going to overtime. Um, <laughs> this game's going to overtime, uh, and Fred Hoiberg is is throwing. Oh, that's a tough no call, though. That's an awful no call. Is that's that an is. awful no that call. That is an awful no call against a lot of That is an awful. Wow. That is an awful. The ref should be ashamed of themselves for that one. Bach, that, that's is, like blatant. Oh, no. Virg, that's not even close. Virg I mean, it's not even close. And he karate chopped him across the arm and got no call. So, tied at 70, they'll go to overtime in Raleigh. Um, that's a foul. That's an awful, awful man. <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. That's one of the ones. Let's be honest. I used to be a referee. That That's one of the ones that you have to have uh, gorilla – low sides mm-hmm. um let me just say let me say um you know when you go to the baseball game you know you 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 know the guys that are going up into the stands and they're bringing nuts yep. to the to you gotta have <laughs> yeah. yeah 
yeah. some game nuts. Yeah. So yeah. you you you've got to be able to stick it up on the road as a referee. And some guys just don't have the heart to do that. That's just being real. That's a t- they would that much rather allow t- it, let it play through. Like the more you look at it, the more th- that's a terrible call. That yeah, is a terrible and he goes call. and looks at that when it's supervised. Because you 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 best believe that Fred Hoiberg is going to call the supervising crew. Like on and that. you you can't miss that one. Nah. You're not, you, you shouldn't. You, you shouldn't. You can't miss that. it. So they have. They've. Called. If you're an ACC ref, yeah, he he could. I mean, it, it depends on who he is, you know, because who the calling official should have been was the seaside official, um, as that drive was taking place, and that person should have um, definitely had an eyeball on that one because you've got to make that call. Period. This this so. this has the the wow that this and we've seen a lot of these type games. <laughs> Uh, in these challenges uh, where the officials tend to lean towards that home crowd uh, mm-hmm. in that space. But that was – that that was the, the, this game should have been over. Game should have been over. Facts. Should have, game should yeah, over. just make one free throw because really you're at under .3 seconds. There, there's no way to get a shot. You just make one free throw, that's over with. And, you know, so guys don't, you know – Especially you're an ACC ref. I mean, but what 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 some referees don't understand is that you can lose games like that too, right? Yeah, I mean, this is right. <laughs> like you really can. If they call that in and the supervisors see that, you you you're gonna have to probably build some more credibility and rapport. Yeah, to but be they, able to they will get be reviewed. Some big games. They will be yeah, reviewed. They they will be reviewed because that that that's just you can't make that kind of call uh, from the text line. Of course, folks are kind of doing. Uh, <laughs> the folks are kind of doing that. Taylor says, now, yeah, see, how, see, how, is see, a, "How is that not a foul?" Well, because it, it's a foul. Well, and also too, DP. One of the things too that I I, I want to have from Verge, right, mm-hmm. is I love his attack of you know attacking of the rim, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes he, you know, this guy right there, number twenty one, the big fella. Mm-hmm has been losing that stuff every time he goes in there. When are you, It's like, when are you going to figure it out that that cat's going to get that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? that's the part where you draw him to you uh-huh. and you make the next play. You got You just, that's, that's, that's the progression of point guard play. He's played tremendous tonight though. So don't, don't, don't let me think that one, one play is doing it for him, but I just want him to continue to grow in, in progressions and stuff like that. Well, this yeah, is because he's had at least three block like that, right? And this is that space, like <clears throat> so you know, you're talking to Badge, talking to Bach, that you're going to find out more about these teams. And you know, first I thought the first, the last eight minutes of regulation, but then now you're in overtime. You're really going to find out about it. And the question would be, you know, if the other players aren't making shots, right? And they went an eight minute stretch where they weren't. Then this is where Verge becomes the other Verge, because nobody else really wants to take the shot, bro. Mm. Like it, it, that's just the way it seems. Like they're gonna, yeah. they're double, they're hedging Bryce. So whenever he puts it on four, he's it, it's to two, and you you hope that somebody's open, but. The guys that have been open haven't knocked down the threes in the last eight minutes, in the last nine minutes, ten minutes, or whatever it's been. And so Verge is like, okay, at some point I'll get one to go or I'll get it to fall. He also seems to be leaning and hoping that the officials give him a call. And the last four possessions, he's driven hard. The big man bodied him, 
shot block, goes out of bounds, no foul call. He's got to be smarter the final four minutes of over overtime. Absolutely. And, you know, this is I, – I, I, what I love about it, though, is it's a hostile crowd. You're on the road. It's your first big test. Now you have to decide on what type of team you're going to be, right? Um, who wants it more? So it's going to be the loose balls. It's going to be the loose rebounds. It's going to be the, the the little things. It's going to be who is conditioned and who who wants to quit right now when it gets tough. And so that's what you're going to find in these next four minutes of this uh, overtime is in a hostile crowd. This is the time where you attack the rim and you're, you're trying to go to the free throw line, right? You're, you're really trying to make this game a lot more simpler. You're trying to make sure that you're making the right plays, the right passes. You're being very fundamentally sound because, you know, turnovers are causing possessions mean something right now more than ever, right? In, in an overtime game. It's right. just it's short. You don't have as much time for runs like you would in a regular, you know, first half, second half type of game. So you really have to take each possession uh, and execute and run plays the way you're supposed to. So it's it again. I I, I asked Bach who's going. Bach, who do you think is going to take shots late in a ball game for Nebraska? Uh, especially that's a terrible favorite. possession. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, it's both teams. Both teams have actually gone into the Yellow Sox phase of the game. Somebody's got to knock down a three for Nebraska. It just it. Somebody's got to do it like that. Well, I was going to talk about this a little later, but let's get into this right now. This is this is the the trouble that you can have with a young team that's still trying to have an identity and find itself right. You 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 get a tendency to play hero ball. I'm going to be the hero, right? That's what a problem can exist. You know, so a guy will take a, a, you know, a contested shot. A guy will, you know, go to the bath, the basket and take a hard runner, you know, that fading away runner. Yeah. Like that's like two out of 10, you're going to make those. Right. And you know, who you drive to the basket on two or three people, you don't get the foul because the referee's looking at you like, why are you going to the basket with two or three people? You know, like, so those are the types of things that as, an, as a growing team, you want to just make solid plays and get good shots. If you, if you lose the game by making solid plays, then you're good, right? Well, I think See, all the, the, last, the last four possessions have been terrible. Just bad shots. It's one on one, but it, it's the same stuff that gets you to lose games. But go ahead. Yeah, I just it's, it's I not only is Nebraska going through it, NC State's going through it. Yeah, like, they're both doing it. Like they're, they're, and, <laughs> NC State's young. Yeah, I mean they're young too, so right? like, it, it is. It's like it's like two kids. Let's see who who holds their diaper a little bit longer than the other one. Um, yeah, and and this is where one where I would have. Oh my goodness gracious! Please, yeah, please. that part. Oh my. Nothing is going. Nothing is going. <laughs> Nobody's going to make a shot. Nobody's going to make a shot. And we're crying out loud. Like, it's, it's, it's strict. And these are. Watch strict. it. It's hero ball. It's everybody's hero. Well, look well, at that. No, that's I, no, that's no, terrible. No, but I also. That, think, okay. Okay. Right. I also that's, think that. That even is not a good shot. Right. You like, know what I'm saying? That's one shot fake. You got two people flying at you, bro. That's hero. That's hero ball stuff. I can't. That part is an irker for me, right? But is there any? You have two people. All you have to do is shot fake that, and you got five on three. Anything you want. 
in that situation. Is there but any? Is there anybody who I don't know? I'm not sure anybody <laughs> thinks they can make the shot. I'm giving the ball to. If I'm Coach Hoiberg, I'm wondering like, what are you doing? Because right now, I'm trying to get the ball to Derek Walker. He's freaking eighty some percent. Like that's a terrible shot and to a runner on two. That's what I'm saying. The, I, I I don't even y'all watching. Y'all, y'all I, I can't. Just just taking the test. Yeah, that's, I'm giving you the answers to all the tests right there. Right, hero like ball. like it's okay. So I'm a member of the club that hates the term hero ball. Because it's been used by people who don't have a clue about what they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not throwing you in that boat, but I, I'm I I I know exactly what you mean, and I agree with what you're saying. I just hate the term because it, yeah. it's used by people who see somebody in a in a in a pick and roll game and who a point guard who shoots more than right. you. like I'm like no, that's not what that means. I said, but in this particular case, I just don't. I'm not sure who wants to be the hero. Who can be the well, hero? Well, that's that's why I'm right now. I'm I'm a little disappointed. I'm like I'm like Coach Horberg. Set up something. Get the ball that's easy into Derek Walker's hands. Let him draw something. Get a good shot. Maybe you get an extra rebound. But at least you know you're getting a freaking good shot from want, somebody that's. I actually want Breidenbach in the game here or Kobe Webster. Right. Like that, well, Webster's out. He got ejected. Well, he got ejected. I said I thought that was a mistake because he didn't do anything. I think because they ran from the bench or or something. It was it was a multiple people running from the bench. They actually could have probably got more people. They even could have got uh, Eduardo Andre. Well, they I got a runner. They, got, they ran him and Oleg. And I just, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is why they Derek Walker out there, Derek Walker out there drowning in minutes. Um, <laughs> it's so funny, man. Come on, like this is crazy, bro. Crazy. No, nobody scored, bro. It, it's crazy. <laughs> no, no. See, they're gonna do what, like through all of this, right? That you do what, what you know how to do, and now that the seal is broken, now you'll get a run. You'll get a run of. Um, there you go. Like, yeah. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get, I'll give you the answer to the test. No, they look, man. Some people you can't help. Like <laughs> it's look. This is this is brutal because in some now that part me. right there, I hate from Bryce. Bryce is the old school. Sometimes defensive, he's got to change that, or he'll never make it in the NBA. That that I'm not run of the mill I'm Matador. Not, I'm not putting that on. No, I'm being he's honest, bro. That Matador. Old, I'm not. I know, dude. I know, this is his first saying, rodeo. What are you doing? Listen, I'm I'm okay. That's what I'm saying. But I'm I, I can't. You know me. I'm a defensive. I know you're listen, a dog first, but listen, it, I'm not putting it, that listen, on that dude. I can't at, stand at nineteen that. on <laughs> on his first road trip to the ACC. No, I'm not expecting him to be grown man ready. Like that ain't that. I don't know. I'm not putting that on that dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got to do better. But to say he ain't ever going to do that in the league, look, there are a whole lot of dudes in the league that don't that do that every play. <laughs> well, and, and they well, not nineteen, well, and they not nineteen years old. So, well, 
Listen, that, that 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 I will never bow to that one. I don't care if it's NBA or not. You know, I, I don't, don't care like if it's James it. Harden. I don't like it. I yeah, don't like it. Yo, I don't like it because he, he he can be way better than that. Well, he will be. You know? He will be. But let's, I think he will. I think he'll get it. Yeah, you know, like, I think I, he will. Like it was like, wait a minute. So they're gonna tease us and tempt us. Uh, we will have to exhale and hold on, and it's a you know tie score with 16 seconds left and. Uh, At least we got some points in that overtime. I was worried. Yeah, yeah, right, Bach? And and I I hope you guys are on the street. Bach literally, like, his face changed colors when they made the first basket because he hadn't breathed (laughs) in the first four minutes of the overtime. That's what I'm wondering from both coaches, though, and I don't know what – you know, it's tough to know with the bench situation because Kobe, the broadcast that got ejected, but he's standing next to Fred – if you could, you know, I don't know how much how much uh, disposal they have the bench, but it was sloppy as heck out there. They needed a timeout or some guys maybe with some well, fresh Kobe's legs in the in huddle. There. That's what I'm thinking. Facts. Kobe's in the huddle. That's what I'm saying. So, no, Kobe's literally in the huddle, so he hasn't been ejected. I Look, when this offense stagnates, Kobe's one of the guys that seems to get everybody in place and on time. So that's why I was kind of saying, all right, well, this might be a really good time for Kobe. But, you know. You're you're at 16 seconds, and you know. I mean, I I you know this. I think that's what's been a detriment to me. I think has been AAU ball is the fundamentals of 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 the game on as a whole. I mean, they're very skilled. I mean, offensively, very skilled. But the fundamentals of the game seem to go out the window when you're talking about you know. Uh, doing these type of things. So as a young player, you show up. What do you do do in overtime? You have the ball 16 seconds. Is this final shot situation? Um, Yeah. I mean, well, you know, it's, it's, it's two times, but um, in that situation, I'm going to get the ball where I want to get it with an understanding that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the ball just off the block or just at the elbow. Right. So I'm doing everything I can to get it there because I'm one dribble either at the basket to a pull up or they've got to sink somebody down that they can't help to. I mean, they're going to have to get all the way in there where I've got a a quick, quick pitch to the corner for the three. I'm getting three options. I'm either to the mid range. I'm either to the rack or I'm either to the quick pitch out. That's that's how it's going down. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. We're going to go to two overtimes. We're going to second overtime. <laughs> so just listen. Here's what we'll do. We'll toward a break here while they're not playing, and then we will come back, and hopefully they will uh, do something really wonderful in this next overtime and get a win. Opportunity to win. It's right there in front of us. You're listening to the <laughs> you're listening to the, the post game show on ninety three seven The Ticket. Back to the Tickets Basketball Post Game Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Of course, uh, (laughs) on a night like this, Things are going to go as slowly as possible. Uh, about a minute 44 left in the second overtime. You guys can tune in. Hit us up. Hit me with a what's up. 402-464-5685 on the Sardar Hammond text line. 
Uh, Strick, the Husker Hall of Famer, is on with us. <laughs> Strick, it is comedy, bro. It is pure comedy that this is how this is oh, getting like, right? Shoot. And so, to be clear, fans, we can't go play for play with the, with the game. Um, just for FCC rules, we can't do that, just out of courtesy, but we can talk about some of the things that are happening as they go. And <laughs> this game. There it is. This, this game, right? Strip, <laughs> look, you behave yourself, Hall of Famer. Just because you're a Hall of Famer, I don't need to take your crap. There it is. I didn't say that, dude. I just not, said, there it is. I'm not taking I'm... your crap from you. Look, so the numbers, we, we but we've talked about the numbers. So we understood that rebounding was going to be key. We understood that shooting was going to be key. We talked that. We thought composure yeah. uh, late. First, for this young team, first time on the road, ACC game on the road in Raleigh, it's not going to be easy. So how they handle the difficult moments uh, was going to tell us a lot about this team. Oh, my God, just grab the rebound. for This team does the the, the, the tip tip for rebound thing that drives me crazy. Um, and God bless Derek Walker because he's probably mm-hmm. played 900 minutes so far. So, <laughs> so he's being a warrior. He's tired. Uh, but there's that. I, let me make sure I get the right numbers. Cause, so Derek Walker has played 37 minutes. Bryce McGowan's 47. Alonzo Verge, 43. And here's the one that you got to circle. Casey Tamanaga's played 34 minutes. Like we didn't – like in the grand scope of things, we, we kind of hoped that he might have this kind of impact. He's played 34 minutes on a big stage uh, in a long game. This is huge, Strick. This is huge. Well, I, one of the things that I noticed about tonight is that they struck the rotation a little bit. You know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't the same big rotations that they had with guys getting, you know, 10, 15 minutes here or so forth and so on. So it's really just been going with production and, and guys that are getting it done. But um, we did talk about that rebound number. I think one of the differences tonight is, you know, NC State has continuously pounded and attacked the basket, and, you know, it's allowed them to shoot almost 30 free throws um, to nine. And that's a huge that's a huge thing in a game like this, right? Yep. It, um, it, it, it's, it makes the difference. I mean, your double-digit win if you, if you you know, they're not shooting that many free throws, right? Um, I don't want to say it's because it's in NC State. I just think they continuously just continue to attack the basket, right? Whereas we we kind of ran away from contact in some instances. So, um, like even right now, you're in a double overtime game. I'm probably not taking too many too, too many threes at this time, right? I'm really trying to attack the basket, maybe get into mid-range, um, get to the free throw line because you, you don't have legs, <laughs> right? I mean, let's be honest. You're and you've still got a shorter bench. You've got a shorter yeah, bench. You got a shorter bench so ejections. I wouldn't be trying to shoot so, threes. Yeah. Go ahead, DP. Yeah, the, the, the ejections hurt. Um, this would have been a great night to have Eduardo's Andre, uh, Andre's length. This would have been a great one a night to have that. Um, I still we got questions for Fred. Uh, what was Oleg doing? Like, wh- why was Oleg off the bench? <laughs> like last one, <laughs> and, and the best part they just, it's Trey rolling in on one on one leg on his scooter <laughs> and getting a warning. <laughs> Look, the composure thing matters. The composure thing matters, and we said it's a young team. Derek Walker's been in this situation where he's played in in, in a, an ACC gym that's full and it's working. Casey Tamanaga? No. He's never done it. 
C.J. Wilcher. No. Never done it. Breidenbach. Hadn't done it. This is new deep water for a lot of dudes. And, look, I think there will be long, long, long-term value going through the season that we Thanks. now know you have additional players who aren't going to melt butter during, during, during the big moments. But, my goodness gracious, no. this – they they're getting a masters class in game game number 8 and so we'll see a little bit more of who this who they are and and, and what I I still want to bock who's going to who's going to shoot shots here in the last possession <laughs> Alonzo Verge Jr. is going to shoot shots <laughs> if you give him the ball. Um, he wants, he still wants it back from the time that he – the regulation when he got fouled and didn't get it called. I think he forced one there at the end of overtime, and I'll think he'll do it again if you give him the opportunity to. Um, uh, other than that, I mean, he, he could open up for a wheelchair, but like you're saying, I mean, the threes – have not been going down great tonight. Maybe you could get Tominaga going. He's the only one that really has. Um, McGowan's just had an attempt at the bucket. And, and Duana, the, the, the 6'11 North Carolina State rim protector, has eight blocks now. Same thing. Yeah. But, it's, it, it buck, but it's the same thing. It, it, he's just waiting on them to do that. That's why I'm saying either you're going to have to stop and pull mid-range or – you're, he's waiting on you to get to the basket because he's losing that. But he's that, like, that yeah, goes against go that goes against Hoiberg's beliefs. He doesn't want the mid range well, game. Well, the crazy thing is that goes against the rule of thumb. There's guys that made a living out of the mid range to include CP3 still making a living off of it. Right. The problem with it is either guys are shooting threes or you're at the rim, so you're either getting challenged rim shots floaters that don't go in. And it goes back to what I said before. You either got to be majorly creative around the basket or be able to take contact, go through it, get the foul finish or get to the free throw line. But that go and lean away guys like Duana is losing that stuff. That's, that's going bye-bye every time, every time. But you being the dog defender that you were, sometimes you have to give credit to the defender. Like, this is a series and sequence where, look, opportunities are there, but they're defending too. Like, they're DP, battling too. I'm with you. But I'm saying you've got to be sitting on the bench or you've got to be in the game or you've got to be – you've got to have some type of what we call play recall. You've got to be able to know that, okay, this has happened to me three times now or, this, oh, dang, Bryce got it twice too. Mm-hmm. Okay. At some point, you've got to say, I've got to do something different. Yeah, but you, I mean, I'm just saying. But you're the you're huh? the, you're the type you're the type of, of of player that if your teammate goes outside of what he normally does and is not copying success, you're going to chew his head off. Well, we'd have a conversation. I don't know if I would. <laughs> Come on, dog. Chew his head Come on. Off. Oh, I know better. I know better than that. I know better than that. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that, but I definitely have a conversation. So, so <laughs> here we are. So, ten seconds, uh, second overtime. We've seen what and, – and look, North Carolina State has not shot the ball well from three either. So, you want me to tell you what they're going to do? Yeah. You want me to tell you? Give me, take us to – They are going to the basket. They're either going to the free throw line or they're going to miss the shot and they're going to probably tip it in and it's going to be the game. Or and they're going to get – or the ball is going to get tipped out and then Nebraska is going to win. It's going to be something like that where the ball is rattling around up there. It's either going to get tipped in or tipped out. I don't need. I don't be. don't wish that evil on us, Eric Strickland. I, I I said it can go either way. I'm just telling you what the scenario is going to look like. So when you see it, don't don't be surprised. <laughs> somebody's doing 
somebody's going to this basket. They're not shooting no jumper. They've been to the free. I, I think they've got a good coaching staff. They're saying we've been to the free throw lines 30 times. Okay, yep, 23 for 30. You, you're catching this ball. You're coming off this type of screen, and you're attacking the basket to the right hand, and whatever happens, happens. I don't. I and, just, my, my thought is just I, I don't have a good feeling. So, Just like I said. I, I don't have a good feeling. I yeah. don't have a good feeling. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Like I said, you want to, you, you, you want to, you want to. Well, that's why you're paid the big bucks, Strick. That's, that's why you're paid the. Come on now, this is how this works, right? <laughs> this, it's, it's making my head hurt. Is what it's doing. It's making my head. Hurt. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, five seconds ago, we'll go to break. Get to the top of the hour. We'll reset. We'll get the station ID in, and then we'll come back, and we will probably have some resolution to this chaos. Uh, this is the 93-7 to seven to ticket postgame show, and uh, my head's shaking. Action coming through the air and Back to the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show, featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland on 93-7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's the 9 o'clock hour, and we have no answers. We have more questions. I'm DP. But Husker Hall of Famer Eric Strickland. Uh, we go did, to overtime three, sir. Did I tell you what was going to happen? You don't, you, don't, you don't think they watched Bryce do the Matador defense for the last two quarters? And guess what they did? They went right at him, Bayou Classic, to the rim, Layup, and guess what? Guess what I said, DP. If he would have missed it, did you see Duana jump up there? He would have banged it home. So either way, that was going to be two. But I just wanted to just let you know that you know. Well, he backed him down. He backed him down. Look, he ain't got enough lead in his pencil. We understand that. Like that's (laughs) he backed him down, DP. He got it at the past the three point line, right hand straight dribble drive to the basket. Oh, he backed it. Where where was the back down? See, I'm. You gonna make me pull out some Eric Strickland freshman tapes, and we are gonna have the conversation. You won't see that. Like, you gonna have, look, look. Mm-hmm. I, you won't see that, yeah. but I know what we'll see. Leave that dude alone. <laughs> like, you mess with you mess with folks, man. I you see. can pull out the VHS, and you won't see that. Brother. <laughs> we got you on beta, you know. <laughs> we got you on beta. Like this is gonna oh, be. This is great, though. This is great for them. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's amazing for them. Win, lose, or draw. This is great. This is great film work for them. Like, I wouldn't even practice the next day. I would just I would just sit them down and say, okay, have a good day. Bye-bye. Because this is great. <laughs> you you get so many lessons out of this. But, bro, listen. <laughs> so, I know. Oh, God. That look, pocket pass is horrible. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> for not doing play-by-play because there's so much to scream about. But, but strict, oh. right? Okay, go ahead and give him credit. Um, look for Can you what, give me credit too? Because I'm not – Strick, I, I this is what – Look, this, pulling out my hair that I ain't got. Right? Like, look, right look, you, you know what it is. <laughs> That's why we ask you in advance uh, how this thing's going to play out. We kind of knew. Um, so imagine this, that – man, this dude's shooting 86% from the three-throw line. Whew. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we – oh, my goodness. Yeah, that fatigue. The fatigue – look, yes, man. Bro. Look, look, that fatigue is real, bro. He's the, – the minute – And the thing with Bryce is he does a lot of stuff straight up to DP, right? 
So mm-hmm. when when in in situations like this, this is where you've got to sit down and and shoot your free throws because if you shoot them standing straight up, your 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 mechanics aren't going to be on point because you see, you know, the way he shoots his free throws. Look at young shark. Look at young shark. Look at young baby shark. You know get I mean? your, oh, get yours. Get you <laughs> young a, baby shark. Look, look, baby shark. He's at fifty. He's at fifty-one minutes for the game. Oh, That's get him, crazy. Lefty. Get him, Lefty. Come on. Look, this is <laughs> this is. I mean, when DT you talk, going crazy, Bach. What's going on? <laughs> little, well, no, because so, so, no, no, but Strick, here's the thing. So, you know, like, this is the first time in a couple of years that I'm not coaching. So, I'm the bug is here, and I'm just surprised I haven't assumed the stance. <laughs> you know, get him, get him, CJ, get him, CJ. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, through this, so the numbers, Bryce McGowan's is over 50 minutes for for the for the, for the game. He's over 50 minutes, and 19 shots. Uh, he and 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 Verge. Verge has twenty two shots in forty six minutes. I look, man. This is deep work. I'm sorry. What, Big Sky had a moment. You you scared me there. Uh, <laughs> what what's the key to finish, Strick? What do we have to do? You got to get stops, man. You 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 got to play sound team defense. Um, you've got to do communication more than ever, and you've got to team rebound. In every facet, you got to put bodies on everybody. Extra possessions, there's no bueno. And you, no one wants to play defense for 20, 25 seconds, and then you give up a rebound in triple overtime. You so that's why you want to do your work early. So if they do their work early, they've got a chance to uh, you know pull this game out. Well, take good shots. Well, it's always been. I mean, that's been the adage, right? That that as this thing lays out. Young teams, late in the game, the shooting percentage goes down. Veteran teams, they go up. It'll be interesting to see how this thing plays. I mean, you, you, you're you talking about plus 50 minutes for three of your players. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That's uh, we got baseball guys in the room. It's almost like they're, they're that's a 15-minute, 17-minute baseball game. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot of work, and the things that are basic to you aren't always basic. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, the the rim and the rims are shrinking, uh, the strides are getting shorter. Oh, yeah. Big Sky wants to know what the what the minute for the, what's the minutes record for a game is. That's a oh gosh, Lord! Oh, there in the oh. yeah. So he's sending you to some record. Yeah, I think I'm just not sure how this group recovers. Oh. I mean, yeah, they're young, but my goodness gracious, brother, you're talking about playing two games on the road in travel for the first time. Like, there are a lot of things this group doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to learn a lot. <sighs> it's like it's like uh, Kevin Hart said, oh, you're going to learn today. You're going to learn tonight. You're going to learn today. <laughs> and and they, gonna, they, they, they learned about themselves, who they can count on, uh, I'm sure, you know, Coach Herberg and the crew is going to come up with some plays for situations like this that they'll be able to go to. Um, so I think, yeah, no, I, I think I, it's going to be good. Look, I'm I'm loving this. Again, we we you, we talked before the season started. 
that Brian Box minutes were going to be important because they were going to need him in the Big Ten. Now you've got him in a in a, in a mm-hmm. highly competitive situation on the road. He's not backing down from the moment. He's not. It doesn't seem like he's too small for the moment. Um, and he wants to be out there. Now I would I would love to see this thing uh, with, with Eduardo Andre out there just to help us. Uh, but I I, my, I still have the question. And, rebounding and maybe challenging at the rim would be a definite. You know, DP. Let's be real, man. This 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 North Carolina State team is long. Mm-hmm. So well, that's what six, impresses me six eleven, even six ten, six six ten. I'm telling you, six man, nine, uh, six seven, and six seven. So Please I'm impressed by just what Nebraska has done in, in competing on the rebounding. Nebraska's old you know, ghost because it could have been up. ugly. It could have been ugly if you would have had some of the games that I've seen earlier. And, and Nebraska's but old ghost has showed up, Strick. The, the free throws down the stretch, bro. <clears throat> yep. Like that. That's a ghost that we thought we put to bed. Uh, with the, with the, no, with bro. The, but that's the thing about young minds. Young. I mean, when you no, no there no, none of them have used to playing in that that level of high intensity this long. Yeah. And this is mental. This is this right now is mental. <laughs> you know what I mean? And most people, when you get into this mental phase, you normally revert back to bad habits, right? Whether it's bad shooting habits, bad shooting mechanics, bad defensive. Bad missing assignments, bad rebounding, just, you know, like I just saw. Um, but all of that, you feel me? Yep. It's going to be that deal where uh, <laughs> everybody's introducing themselves to themselves. What's the longest game you played in, Strick? I'll probably say double overtime game. I don't think I've ever went to triple. Not even in the league? Maybe in the league. I think I went to a triple in the league. That's the probably the most I've been triple. So what? So what's the process? What's the player process? What do you go through? I mean, are you trying? You, know, are you I mean, asking for timeouts? Are you asking for help? Are you running shorter sets? What are you doing? No, I, th- I mean, in this segment, you're as a player, you're going over all of the things that you you saw transpire that was wrong in the last you know, in the last overtime, okay? Why are we still here, basically? Did they, wait a minute. What wait, types wait. of shots? Strick, hold on a second. Uh-huh. Strick, so, Breidenbach got the rebound and got tied up and they called him with a foul? Yeah, he fouled up, I guess, for bringing oh, him wow. down. Wow. It that's, looked like it should have been Yeah, if jump. nothing else, is a jump ball. That's yeah. crazy. I thought that was, yeah, that was a clean one-two. Both oh, yeah. of them had the ball. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. And Thomas Allen, former Husker, <laughs> finally into the game three overtimes deep. Oh, don't put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I'm just saying, on, it's man. good to see <laughs> Thomas Allen out there. <laughs> like I, and I thought he was a game-time decision. <laughs> we, didn't think, we didn't think we were going to see much from him. Oh, good heavens, man. That's a terrible call. That's terrible. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that young dude. It looked like they were both, you know, he looked like he didn't try to go over his back or – do anything of the sort. It just looked like they both got the ball and tied it up. I, I don't. I don't. I can't even wrap my brain around that. I, I. I can't even wrap my brain around that. So Kobe's in the game now. So he wasn't ejected. Wow. Uh, I guess not. It, it was. I think the announcing crew said he did. Um, so Thomas but, Allen played. So Thomas Allen played here for two seasons. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> transferred to NC State. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, they had CJ Wilcher's out there cleaning the floor. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like, can can this game have everything? Like, what's what's next? <laughs> what what's next for this group? Somebody spill some water or something over there? Yeah, that's probably. Well, here's the thing. Uh, you don't want to. Do, oh, 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 okay. oh, oh. Brian bot. Yeah, that 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 that's what happens. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look look this is all new this is all new yeah. to young man hey, look I, I wouldn't be i'm surprised everybody else ain't doing it <laughs> this the is, crazy thing is is they have a certain amount of time they actually could get a technical for that but... right if that's in if that's during a oh come on if that's he, a, oh he, he he called earl yeah he, he he said hello to the porcelain yes he did the porcelain Jeezy. yes he did oh, okay yes he did crazy Mm. Time. Mm. They call timeout. Call timeout. Yeah, so it'll be a timeout with 123 in uh, Wolfpack basketball. So some of the numbers, let's go up and down just so we can uh, reset the table for uh Verge leading the way with 24, 22 from Bryce McGowan, 16 from Tamanaga, 12 for Derek Walker, 8 uh, from Lat Mayan, who has been ejected, uh, 6 from Breidenbach, who just fouled out. Uh, the numbers are... From where they were, and again, the shooting percentages, Verge is 11 of 22, uh, McGowan's 8 of 19, Walker 5 of 7, Tamanago 5 of 10, 5 of 9 from 3, which for whatever reason I didn't think his numbers were that good tonight. I didn't think he was 5 of 9 from 3. And if that's the case, uh, we need to get young dude the ball. <laughs> we, need to get, we need to get lefty the ball. Um, the rebounding number that we that we circled in our heads, of course, as teams fatigue, you go back to, to, to what you do basically. And that number that was even in reboundings and uh, in, in rebounds with eight minutes left is now plus eight for uh, North Carolina State. Uh, 19, 19 of them offensive rebounds, and I would guarantee you that a large number of those have been in the three overtime. So – you know, you, they would have secured this game by now had they been able to secure those rebounds, right? Yeah, well, I mean those extra even, possessions even in before this timeout right here. They, the game's over because now they've got to foul you, and hopefully you're able to make a few of those free throws. And and, and this game is a whole different look. You you would have a whole bunch of things to look at. It, you know, win or lose. That's the good thing about this this particular game. They're going to have a lot of things to look at and learn from. A lot of lessons they can take from it. Um, if you lose, you're going to take a lot of heartbreak lessons because you got to get on that plane, and that's not a good feeling getting on a plane going home after this. You know what I mean? Um, I would say, too, that the game could have been over, uh, you know, as, you know, Brian Knost uh, just came into the comments and, you know, talked about the refs. I don't – I wouldn't say in totality it was one-sided, so to speak, I would say that I think they could have, you know, the foul count is is, is a little, you know, swayed mm-hmm. to the home crowd a little bit. I think there were some, some you know, drives to the bucket that could have been a couple of Verge drives, a couple of McGowan's drives, a couple, even, uh, you know, a couple to the right for, for the big fella, big walker, uh, could have been some fouls. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, it, you can look at that, but, you know, this game could have been over just for some some other things as well. Strick, this is a 91-possession game apiece. Both teams have yeah. had 90, 91 possessions. This is crazy. 
This is yeah. absolutely insane. And you're right. I mean, the fouls, uh, you know, Nebraska's plus seven on fouls, uh, and those led to free throws, which helped help, help close the gap. So, oh, the rim is closed. The rim is closed. <laughs> like, bo- it, it's both teams. Like, right now, more than ever, they missed this shot. You've got to secure it. I mean, they can't get an extra possession. This has got to be your best defensive stop right now. And this is remarkable. And it was a great stop. Yep. Why? Why? Don't know. You, you, you understand? Don't know. That's the thing I'm talking about. That's the thing I'm talking about, DP, is time, score, situation. As a PG, that's what Verge is going to have to do tremendously better at especially when we get into Big Ten play. Learn your lessons now because there is no reason at, a, a, you know, just above a minute that you're going to the basket like that. That, that, that you're supposed to pull that out and you're getting the best shot possible. And it's not you, one person off the pick and roll, unless you're, they totally open up the floodgate and allow you to the basket. There's no way you're shooting that ball. That ball is going either back to another rotation, to another pick and roll, or that ball is going out to another kick because there's going to be a guy flying at you, and then you're either a shot fake because there's going to be another one. You're into the basket, maybe a drop off to the big fella or a short pop. That's that's how that's got to look. That, that that's how it's got to look. What's your personnel here, Strick? Um, if I had Kobe Webster because of his free throw shooting, I would have him in the game. Uh, I, I don't know if I would have Burge in the game right now, to be honest, just because of his free throw shooting. Um, Derek Walker wouldn't be in the game as well. Um, but I need his rebounding. <laughs> so and his defense. I, 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 you got to have him and his defense. So you got to have him. But, um, you know, obviously if I had Latman, it would be Latman, Derek Walker, um, Bryce, uh, and, Kobe and Verge is two of two from and the free probably throw line. Kasai, Kasai. Yeah, Verge uh-huh. is two of two from the free throw long. Walker's two of two. Bryce is five of seven. He's missed the last two. Tamanaga's one mm-hmm. of one for one. Yeah, I mean, and this possession is huge because I mean, from from a clock standpoint, uh, this group needs. <laughs> Look, this is this is the best time out of the day for these folks in the third overtime. <laughs> they couldn't plan this any better if it was on purpose. So, does I guess they're looking to see whether the ball. Yeah, that's clean. I think they're seeing if Walker's foot's on the line, maybe. Oh, yeah, they're trying to see if Walker has stepped out beforehand. But he made a big play to to take the ball from, away block. from Thomas Allen. So he's had two great possessions where he might get Nebraska possession. That's a great block. They're trying to see if he stepped out. Yeah, he did. Uh, I mean, you can't really tell. You can't really tell, but they'll probably give it to him. You know, it's a home game. Yeah. You can't really tell, though. But Teddy, I don't know if it's enough. I don't know if it's enough to switch it. Let's be honest. You're in Raleigh. Yeah. You're in Raleigh, bro. You're in Raleigh. His foot's team. up. He hits it. They <laughs> gave it to him. Yeah, they gave it to him. Yeah. They said that right foot was down on the white. And again, mm-hmm. can I shout out 
Tamanaga defensively tonight. Like, can I shout, shout him out? out? Like, shout out. Like, <laughs> I think I like what I like about Burge's defense is he gets his hands in passing lanes and he finds a way to get hands on balls. You know, I like that part of him. You know well, he I mean? he's Verge is two assists away from a triple double, so I don't think he's going to get that tonight. Need two, assists. but I think he's got. I think he's got that in him, DP. I think he's got triple doubles in him, no question. Mm. Mm. My gosh, it's going to be that kind of party, ain't it? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Offensive boards, man. That's what I'm telling oh, you, bro. That, that that's when you got to suck it up, bro. You got to you got to you got to you got to go to the baseball game and stick your, you know, peanuts for sale. Peanuts. Oh. You got you got to stick them up, bro. Look, man. Okay. So <laughs> All right. Here's where we are. It's 9:22. We're going to throw it to break. Look, hey, look, you look at all the people watching. Did you see you had Birds Bryce you had them just standing there looking at the ball. Look, look. I, yeah, bro, I, I'm, I'm not. Look, look no, no, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. We're headed to a fourth overtime. Uh, nobody that is listening or talking has played in a four-overtime basketball game. So <laughs> this is all new water for me. I'm not, I'm not going to be so harsh. Let's throw it to break. We'll come back. Hopefully we'll have more information. Uh, you're listening to the Post Game Show on 937 The Ticket. Back to the Tickets Basketball Post Game Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. 93.7 The Ticket. Post-game show, Eric Strickland is with us. Jake Bachoven is with us. We have, well, we lost him. Okay. Well, I texted him and let him know we had company. So that might have been it. That might have been it. I'm, I'm sure he didn't plan on going until 930. <laughs> he just fell asleep. Like that, like, yeah. yeah Stricker's <laughs> like, man, okay. But let's bring in. So the introductions should happen. We we promised you the premiere and an introduction to a new concept, new show that we're going to have running forward. Let's bring them in. We're going to call this up the middle. Let's bring in Cam Chick. And Bryce Matthews from Huskers Baseball. Gentlemen, thank you for hanging out. I know you're hanging a little bit longer than you thought. Uh, thank you for doing this tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. So let's get in, let's get him in tight. You got to get in tight to that microphone. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. You're soft-spoken anyway. You know. It's, so we've been introduced to Cam, but Bryce, you need to introduce yourself. And let me find – so a couple of things where we've crossed paths. You said you lived in Burlington, so I lived in Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Matthews. I also when I'm before I lived here, I lived in the Woodlands, Texas. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I saw you play in high school. Small world, small world. <laughs> saw you play in high school, so it's kind of fun. So, a couple of things of what we want to do with you, and you guys will have your own hour each week to go through whatever you want to go through. But you're both sports fans, like you just happen to play baseball, but you're sports fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce, the question for you is this. Um, what type of NIL would be required for you to consider getting under center again? 
Uh, none. <laughs> <laughs> nah, those days are over. Those days are over. <laughs> Do you find yourself you don't get the itch at all just watching the games here and um, going how cool it would be to play it at Memorial in front of 85,000? When I'm at the games a little bit, like pregame, I kind of get the itch, but that's about it. I don't. After that, it like after pregame, it just goes away. You see those big D linemen running after him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been seeing that. No, he <laughs> look, look the group that yeah, I, I can tell you uh, what you were running away from in Texas was legit, uh, and I think that carries over into your baseball profile. And that uh, what I noticed about you last year is that none of the moments seemed to be too big. Like you were used to being in front of the crowd, you're used to having the ball in your under your control. Um, but your ability to advance as a hitter is what kind of surprised me. Big moment at bats, mm -hmm. especially late in the season. Is that just because you're comfortable in those moments, or is this a thing where you're learning as you go? Um, a little bit of both. I think, like, with our coaching staff, they always preach, like, uh, be ready at any moment. So, And then we practice in very, like, tough situations. They put us under a lot of pressure, so um, – I think that's what makes us a, as a team really good because they put us under that pressure in practice. So, like, when we're there, it's not a problem. You spend a lot of your, your, your downtime actually just playing travel ball. At some point, do you feel like you need to shut it down and regather, regroup, recharge? Um, a little bit, not too much. I mean, it's just it feels good to be playing baseball and doing other things. Like, it's just fun. That's my favorite part of my day every day is going to the baseball field and just hitting and getting in work with my teammates. So, Cam, what's the what's the best thing about young man? What's what's Bryce's thing that uh, you just got? Yeah, right. Like you smiled right away, so there has to be something to it. What's the best thing about Bryce as as a human being? His personality, it's huge. It it covers up most of the team for us. So, you know, he's always out there smiling, joking around. Uh, never a dull moment at all uh whether it's you know we're up by a lot down tight game it's still the same and um you know last year I was in the outfield when he was in the infield so it wasn't a lot of communicating but through the fall he's been at short of it in second so that's been really fun you know just you know chopping it up and, and some of the stuff probably half the time it's not even about baseball so it's it's one of those things where it, we just keep each other loose on the field um you, you can't get stressed out because then you start playing bad so having someone like him on the field to you know, ease attention uh, really helps out. What's the preference here? You want to play together up the middle? Is that kind of what you hope, how it breaks down? Yeah, but uh, whatever happens, like whatever coaches choose, like what's ever best for a team is, is how we're going to go. We're, yep. we're selfless people. We're just going to do whatever it takes to win. Bryce, tell me about Cam. What's the, what's the stuff that he hasn't told us? He hasn't uh, told you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably some stuff we can't talk about. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I think this this is a great place. In that, when the athletic department struggles, there needs to be a north star that kind of holds the standard up. And you're the reigning Big Ten champions. That's got to bring a smile as you prepare, like. You guys are the, you get to walk the walk for the next several months as the reigning Big Ten baseball champions. Can you repeat, or do you even think about it? Mm, we don't really think about it too much. Um, obviously, that is a goal um, for this year. 
So last year we kind of tried to, you know, shut out, um, not talk about it too much because there is, you know, 20 new guys that weren't a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so we want them to feel like this team has it. We, we want this year to be the focus. But, yeah, I mean, the good thing about being Big Ten champions is this year everyone's going to give us their best shot. And so there's not going to be a game where, ah, you know, it was – you know, they weren't that good. It's it's going to be everyone's A game every single weekend, every midweek. And so mm -hmm. we, we that's what you signed up for. We're excited. Bryce, we've asked Cam what, what what's the moment that sticks out the most from last year? Um, what's the moment when you think of that last year's season? What's the moment where you smile the biggest, you smile the hardest, because it was just that big of a moment? I think, I think he probably said it already, like, at the beginning, like, first show when uh, – CJ and Kobe were on there uh, when Griffin hit the home run and he couldn't run around the bases. Like we were down nine zero at the beginning of the game, yeah. and we came all the way back as a team. It like it really showed us what we were made of, and and that was really fun. Like I mean, I didn't even play well that game, but <laughs> neither did I. It, it I was, was on fun. base for a walk. That was about all I did. Yeah, it was fun. I, I the the baseball coach in me wants to celebrate what you've done but i know that you guys have kind of put that on that's on the shelf and you have work to do what are the things you're working on individually to make sure that the season is successful um for me i think like with the first thing is like my infielding just trying to become the best shortstop i can and i had like a great teacher with swelly last year he was the best person i could ever learn from and um that and just becoming a better leader being more vocal because I didn't really have to use my voice because I was a, the youngest person on the team last year. And we had a, like, a lot of older guys, so they spoke for me. I didn't have to speak. So just having my voice vocalized is the biggest thing for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's more like leadership role. Uh, being a senior, um, kind of filling, filling the shoes of some of the guys who left, uh, who were captains um, last year, just coming in and being able to be that voice and the example to set. Um, and then same thing, defense and offense. You can never, you can can't ever be satisfied with where you're at. You always got to get better. And so finding different ways to get things done, and you know, using our speed and our ability to hit for power, and just be able to use everything, and not just rely on hitting balls over the fence. Being able to hone in on the small stuff. We're, we're talking to Cam Chick and Bryce Matthews again. They'll be uh, the hosts of Up the Middle. Uh, that'll air Wednesday nights, right about this time, uh, probably earlier, because yeah, we don't have you know yeah. four overtime games <laughs> to, to to go do this stuff. So through all of this stuff, Bryce, I need to know how you got here. Who laid the path? Who poked you in the back? Who supported you? Who gave you the north? Who was your north star for you to end up playing baseball at the University of Nebraska? First, I think it was it was my dad. Dad and mom, like, they started everything. Dad put the, the baseball in my hands as soon as I came out the womb pretty much. And then it was just that and football. And they made sure I played every sport. But, um, like, going into high school, like, my recruiting process, like, it was really a lot of mostly football. And I shut that down, like, my sophomore year just to focus on baseball because I knew I didn't want to play football at the college level. But um, actually – my dad's friend who coached at Sam Houston State, he first saw me play there at a tournament. And then Coach Harvell saw me and came and watched me play, as well as Texas A&M when Coach Bolt was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to a camp at A&M, 
and uh, I talked to Coach Bolt and all their staff. And then once they left, it was actually I was going to commit to Sam Houston State. And then the week before I was going to commit, the whole coaching staff left. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then um, like a couple weeks later, Coach Harvell and Coach Bolt called me, asked me if I'm still interested. And part of me was like, no, I didn't want to go like that far away from home. But my mom was like, you never know. Like, And my cousin played college football. He's like the biggest, one of the biggest mentors in my life. He was like, you're going to grow up and learn how to be a man there, being away from home, how he did. And after I went on my visit and then it was a day where I was going to, I was like thinking about going to Northwestern State. And my dad, I like, we talked and he was like, you always said you wanted to go play against, like, the biggest and best competition. I just feel like you're settling for, like, a mid-major. Nothing wrong with their school because they're really good at baseball. But you always said you wanted to play at the biggest stage. And then the next day I called Coach Bolden and I committed to Nebraska. It's funny. So some of the guys – I coached at John Cooper in the Woodlands. Yeah. And we sent a whole bunch of guys to Sam Houston mm-hmm. State. Um, we had twins that played there. Um, and when Harvell got here – he and I connected right away because I just went, there's something very familiar about the guy. Well, there, that's why, because he yeah. was in the very same space. Mm-hmm. And you get to do that. Okay, so we can give this news. It's a final one after four overtimes, uh, 104-100. NC State gets the win over Nebraska. You guys both, you sat here with us and watched this, these overtime games. Give us your 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 recap for what you just saw, 104-100. Uh, to 100. Long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tiring. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I – Personally, I don't – I mean, even our football games don't last no. that long that, that I've ever played in, no. so I don't know what it's like to be running up and down the court for That's, it, two and a half hours. Yeah, they're running for God knows how long, back and forth, no timeout for probably like 20 minutes straight. Yeah. And so that kudos to them. I mean, I can't ever tell them how to play. Well, but you were they're... here – but you were here. Bryce was here going, okay, well, Bryce McGowan is going to win this one. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to look at this free throw because we all thought, like, mm-hmm. this is the game – you're knowledgeable, mm-hmm. so how does that how does that crossover happen for you guys from the baseball program, guys from the basketball program, guys from uh, the football program? You guys ever do you ever work out together? Do you communicate much? Do you see each other much, or is, are the schedules too extreme? It's kind of like well, especially for basketball, they're always at the vanny. So only time we really see them is when we go to a training table where we eat. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's probably uh, pretty much just like conversations on like social media and everything. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for that part of the communication part and seeing them around. Do you go to? Have you gone to games? I know Cam does. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. Okay. Yeah. So, so what's? How would you describe PBA with with fans in it? Electric. It was electric. Yeah. For my first time going to the Creighton game, it was, it was electric. Yeah. Did you guys? I mean, are you looking forward to a, a, a at least some level of normalcy mm-hmm. next year at Haymarket Park? Right? Can yeah, you yeah. imagine? that season that you had a year ago with the full crowd? I think the sad part is, I mean, you could have, should have, would have. We don't get swept by Rutgers. We're top 16, and we're hosting a regional. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, and that's what the coaches preach. And, I mean, same goes for every sport. It's the little things. We were literally, in that that regard, one game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Literally literally got us from being top 20, from being the top 16 hosting regional, and that would have been 10,000-plus pack in Haymarket. You've got a, 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 a this roster will look different. Mm-hmm. 
give us a little insight as to some of the newcomers that are going to be a part of what we do going forward, what we watch going forward. I, I think they're they're electric. Like, they could do everything. I mean, it was only a small amount of us last year, but it just got, like, doubled this year. We got, I think, the no, like, diss to anybody, but I think we're better, like, more talently and, like, athletically as a team. It's just about uh, getting our chemistry right and mm-hmm. playing together and as a whole and making sure there's no egos out there. It's just we're a brotherhood just playing together. I think that's the biggest thing. Cam, you talked about, you know, you got not a lot of new young arms. Yeah. And you guys at the middle behind them will have impact on young arms because mm-hmm. you will yeah. – you're, you're, the way you line up, what you see, the things you uh, engage with. How much communication is there between second baseman, third, shortstop, and a, and a young pitcher who may <laughs> who may be waving a little bit? A lot. Uh, yeah. See, the thing, like, it comes out in spurts. Um, a lot of the regular season games, it's not like you don't say a lot of stuff because at that moment the, the stage isn't – I mean, every game's important, but the stage isn't it's up there. But Arkansas – we had to multiply by 10 oh, yeah. the communication yeah. because one it's 16,000 people you can't even hear i couldn't even hear literally me and Bryce talking <laughs> at shortstop and second base um but he was at third that weekend yeah. so i couldn't even i couldn't say a word to him yeah. um so me and Swelly were trying to talk and then like when the new guys were coming in like Emmett Olson was one of the freshmen who pitched mm-hmm. we had to call time a couple times and and just be like hey just to breathe. Breathe. <laughs> breathe. Because we've all been there. Like, uh, me and Shwelly, our freshman year, we competed for a Big Ten championship at TD in front of 23,000. So it's one of those things where all of us, the good thing about last year is a majority of us were in those situations. We were able to, you know, give advice to them like, hey, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. It's all about how you react to it and how, you know, you can overcome it. Um, and so, yeah, communication is – it just varies. But, yeah, that, that point was – very high. Well, watch the Bryce flex here. How many? How, how? What's the largest crowd you played in front of in high school? Um, I, don't like, <laughs> I can't like say the. I don't know the exact number, but like we played at uh either C King High School, my last football game ever. It was sold out, and then there was a line like halfway around the stadium, and then uh, one of the last games we played in a uh, Reliant Stadium, which is a Texan stadium, and the whole. The whole first like bottom, the whole first section is is filled. So like you're yelling, like you can't hear anybody. It's loud, and so I feel like I mean it wasn't a, a shock to me because I've been in that situation before. But it it was cool to see that on the baseball field. Yeah, Friday Night Lights is real, bro. <laughs> it is real. We'll throw it to break. These are the guys from up the middle, and they're the new newest additions to ninety three seven the ticket weeknights. Uh, that's Bryce Matthews. That's Cam Chick. He's Jake Bachover and running it. Big Sky, thank you, kind sir, for hanging out with us. We'll have one more segment, and then we'll close out the evening here on 93.7 The Ticket.